Okay. So last, so we we'd go later. We said this time, and so let's let's go back and circle around Bayes, and then and then we'll we'll go onward and we'll talk about Bayes a little bit. So we're in Perik Shlishi, Oz Bayes. Um, so we discussed that in, in, in length last time about the neshama and the guf, and uh, we we said that the neshama and the guf is what facilitates a person's bechira. So we're again, yeah, yeah, right there. Okay, nice one. Yeah, no, don't worry, don't worry. I didn't give you the wrong one. That's Perik Vei Bayes. There we go. There we go. Yeah. There we go. All right. So we discussed that the neshama is the part that, that facilitates a person's tendency toward a kodesh baruch because the chelo kaimimah comes from the haras pon of a kodesh baruch and the guf is something from the hester pon of Hashem and therefore pulls adam away from a kodesh baruch and therefore your struggle is in between. Which one are you going to listen to, the neshama or the or the guf? So let's read this Ramchal inside one more time, and then um, I want to pick up on a certain point that he says over here. So in order for this, for Adam to be the Baal Hatoy, for him to make the, the decision to earn his Olam Haba, so that way he can connect to Hashem, as he spoke about, he has to be composed of these two opposite um, beings, these two composite creation of two opposites, a neshama that is um, intellectual and is pure, and a body which is physical and coarse, each one will follow its nature and go in its direction. The body moves toward the physicality, it likes steak, and the neshama and the neshama wants teira. The timsa b'nei milchama, there's going to be a war. That if the neshama wins, it will go up and bring the body with. So we spoke about this last time, how the, the more a person does mitzvahs, the more he fills his guf with his neshama and purifies his guf and his neshama become mislabish, clothed within his body, um, even while he's in the physical world. And therefore he will purify the physical part of himself. But unfortunately if he allows physicality, when the guf will become stronger. Um, and the lower part of a person's neshama, which is in the guf, will become more physical. And could eventually the lower part of the neshama can actually get cut off, we spoke about. And then a person won't be shalem anymore um, in the Elam Emes, right? So the, the body can actually bring down the element of neshama that's within the guf and, and darken that neshama. Um, and then the body can gain supremacy on the lower part of a person's being, and then a person will be again lacking um, a complete shlemus of an adam. The Islam built here, the shlemus person will no longer be fit for shlemus anymore, for completion to connect to Hashem, and Nitchem and Hashem will be pushed away and not have an oil maba. But this person who allowed the physical to take strength and allow the physical to darken the shaman to become more of a physical person, he still has the ability. To lower his physicality before his seichel and his and his and his neshama before his intellect and his and his soul and to acquire shlemus. So just interesting over here. So it should be with all the previous shirim that we've explained all the mechanics of what this war between the neshama and the guf is and how the body can become purified and the neshama can be pulled down or the lower part of the neshama can be pulled down. Um, but it's interesting in the end when he talks about the the case of a person who unfortunately. Um, allowed his taivas of his guf to rule, and then the light of the neshama that was within him was darkened and became mahapach to the physical, he says he still has this ability to lower his physicality and allow his neshama to gain shlemus. right? He, he throws that point there in the end, as if there had been some havamina that, you know, once you make the wrong decision, then the you would lose Bechira, and, and more than that, that you wouldn't be no longer fitting permanently, that you could, like, somehow permanently... 
destroy yourself in such a way where your body can become so physical. And again, the body doesn't just mean the physical body. It means the, the element of yourself of Gashmias and the spiritual component of who you are can be, the light can be so extinguished that there is no ability for you to go back. He's saying there always wow. is some level of a ability to go back, right? So I want to explain that mechanism a little bit that he's talking about over here in the end. So that's what I want to spend a little bit of time on today. So this, this balance of Bechir between the Shama and the Guf. So I, the, the Hakdam I want to give is that Rav Dessler, um, we all know this, I know, but, but it's Kedai. Um, just look at my notes really quick. Rav Dessler over here talks about the concept of the Kudus Bechira, right? That we know that, that a person um, has free will, and Rav Dessler is Mechadish, that our free will is only in the area where we are holding... Um, to exercise that free will. So he gives it a muscle like two armies that are battling, and there is what's called, the, as we all know from the whole Ukraine conflict, like, there's the gray zone, the area in the middle, and then there's the army that's made advances on one side and the army that's made advances on the other side. So every time one army pushes forward, the gray zone then turns back into the conquering army, and the defensive army goes on the retreat and moves backwards. So he says, so too, that's how our Bechira works, that a person is mechunach as a child to put on tzitzis, um, he wears tzitzis, he never thinks twice about it, no problem whatsoever. In fact, just interesting enough, because we'll talk about Balei Tshuva toward the end, um, he actually says that's the Mila of a Tzadik ben Tzadik over a Baal Tshuva. Don't worry, we'll talk about the Mila of Baal Tshuva later. Let's talk about the Mila of a Tzadik ben Tzadik, right? It says, Vayater lo, by, by, um, by, by, by Yitzchak and Rivka, that they davened, and Hashem answered Yitzchak, not Rivka. Rashi says, because Yitzchak was a Tzadik ben Tzadik. How could it be that Tzadik ben Tzadik was answered when Rivka was a Baalash Tshuva? So that's what he explains. He says the word over there is that because Yitzchak, his challenge was almost harder than the Baal challenge because if you grew up where your parents were Mechanachiyu, then everything you do is hergal. Everything you do is just second nature, right? You never think about your Yiddish guy. That's just, you are Jewish. You are. You put on tefillin, you daven, you learn Torah. It, it's all automatic. It's second nature. You never have a struggle with it whatsoever because you've been doing it since you were little. A person like Yitzchak who changed his whole Veda, Avram's Veda was Chesed, and Yitzchak changed the Veda to Gura, and Imamish reinvented his entire Judaism. You know, imagine a person that, that created a, a fresh Yiddish guy, totally different than what he grew up with, right? That's a tremendous challenge because the Chinuch, the hergal, is keeping you doing it the same, and you are able to identify and connect with it so strongly that you're able to create a whole new brand of Avedis Hashem that's distinctly yours. That required tremendous kayach. Yes, the Balchu has to conquer coming from a world where he didn't have Tarim and that's also a tremendous um, conquest. But to, to come from the world when you're in it and you're so and you're so taken by the forces of, of, of regularity and hair goal and overcoming that, he held that is, is Taka a very big a very big madrika. Uh, so that, that's a count. So a child is machunach with tzitzis. He never thinks twice about it. He's hair goal in it. Etc. A Balchuva puts on tzitzis for the first time, and what happens right away? Oh, it's itchy. It's bothering me. What are people going to think about me? Right? And all, all this huge nisayin. Yeah. No, he does it for a while. What happens? He puts his tzitzis on like anybody else puts on. Doesn't think twice about it down the line. Right. Same thing with everything. Right. Keeping Shabbos. The, um, Kashris, whatever it is, in the beginning, everything is very difficult, and there's a war, and after a while, it becomes almost like Hergal, right? That's this battle where you have this Nakuda, you have the spot where your free will exists between these two warring armies. So what's the lumbus in there? Why does it have to be that way, like Rav Dessler says? I, I'm just parenthetically, he does mention there is an exception to that. Rav Dessler does speak about the concept of sometimes what's called a Bechira Klolis, not a specific free will, but a general free will, which is these moments that are, you know, so if we look at free will, it's almost like a, a ladder, it's a rung. The two armies are fighting, they push back, you know, uh, half a kilometer, half a mile, you know, they, they push back a half mile in the, in the back direction, back, forth, back, forth, ongoing fighting, right? My, my father told me that his family, they, they lived, um, I think it's like modern day 
Ukraine, Moldova on the on the border over there. But it was unclear was it Russia, was it Romania? Every other week the flag changed, right? So Avedis Hashem is like that also. The flag is just constantly constantly changing back and forth, you know, until we can push for enough the the, the Sahara way where we can start growing as well. But then we get pushed back and and and, and, and that's usually that's usually how it goes. And that's called in the Kudus of It's almost like a ladder where you have to go step by step by step by step. You go down the ladder, you go up the ladder, oh, fine. He says something has been called Bakhira Klawis, which is like these moments which are highly defining. Where it doesn't follow the rules that you either push forward a step or you take a step back. Rather, they're life changing. So the muscle he gives is like a teenager. A teenager is going to make the decision: is he going to go to base measures or is he going to go to work? So those are two fundamentally different changing experiences. One who goes to base measures, well, Mirza Shem have many years of learning in front of him to give him the ammunition he needs to be a yid for to, to a bent every rest of his life. The one who goes to work is going to enter right away into the nisayanis of the work world without having the being armed with with, with learning and and etc. That that he compares to the difference between getting on a train that's headed in one direction versus a train headed in a different direction. When the trains leave the station, they may run parallel, but after a while, every slight movement of the train is gonna end up taking the train somewhere very far away. So, so that's called the Kuda Clovis, where you, you think you're going one way, but you end up turning to a whole different direction. There's certain decisions we make in life, certain Bechiras that are defining moments that don't fit within the framework of the Kudus of Bechira. So the, what's the Gea to us, because we're all older now, where, where is the Gea to us? He says every Rosh Hashanah is in the Kuda Clovis. Rosh Hashanah, you make a decision on Rosh Hashanah. Do I want to be Mamlech HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right, to be the Malach? And if I want to be Mamlech Hashem, Hashem blesses me with a year where I have the ability then to be Marba and Terah Mitzvahs and to change myself and to change the world around me and et cetera, et cetera. All the Xeris for the whole year at Isha and Rosh Hashanah, that decision you make in Rosh Hashanah is not a like, am I going up the ladder one rung? Guy, a guy slips, he's on a diet and he slips and he, and he eats a cookie, right? Oh man, right? Okay, live the fight another day. He'll, he'll starve himself for a cu- one less cucumber the next day. It'll be, everything will be okay, right? That's not like the decision on Rosh Hashanah. This Rosh Hashanah is far impacting and far reaching. It's not something you can just undo or, 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 or redo. If you do a good job, the Xeris for the year will enable you the Shag and Ruchnias. You don't, you check out, you say, eh, I'm not interested in the whole Yiddish kind thing. Then of course, we'll send you Yisurim or, or whatever it works, but you won't have the tools and Ruchnias that were there. So there is an exception to, to the the Bechira, this concept of, of, of a, a large decision, but generally it works like that, like the two warring armies, that it's, it's little decisions that build and, and are wrong. Why should it be that way? Because it's what the Ramchal is saying over here, that your neshama and your gof are in a war. And whenever a person does a mitzvah, or does mitzvahs, and he restrains from his physical, and he's makadish himself with terror mitzvahs, he makes his guf more zakuch, he makes his guf more refined, right? When a person says, no, I won't engage in that taiva, I'll instead go to the base medrash. No, I won't profit monetarily. Instead, I'll do the right thing in the workplace for the person that, that needed it. No, I won't use my time for my own leisure. I'm going to go out and do chesed for somebody else. And he conquers that area of his physical self. Like we said in the last year, physicality is not just the physical drives of the body. It's even the midis, right? It's that whole array of, of, <coughs> of, 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 of a person's, um, of the, the, the what we said, the, the, the you say this, the RV, you say this, when you conquer a certain area, even in the Midas, whether it be in the physical drives, and you're Mekadosh with a mitzvah, the neshama shines in that area of the body, thereby purifying that area of the body, schlepping the guf closer in definition to the neshama, and being mevatel the guf more so to the neshama. Every decision we make on a, on a, on a rung, is able to transfer just that much more guf into neshama. Mela, it's going to be a linear battle, and this is the concept that they refer to as meat that we spoke of this morning on a previous year a long time ago, of, of, of mitzvah, gerer, mitzvah. 
that when a person does a mitzvah, Nefshah Chaim says, brings in the Zayr, that a certain Kedusha comes out from Shemayim, and that Kedusha enables him to do another mitzvah. Why? Because once you've purified the guf, you've weakened that much behold the Yitzhahara by causing the Yitzhahara, by causing the guf to become more spiritual, and that gives you the Kalim to do another mitzvah easier. It's much easier to do mitzvahs once you've purified yourself than before you have purified yourself. And just to go back to, to Midas, um, it's interesting, I saw the guy and said that the Iker, Iker is, is, is being Masak in your Midas, not even mitzvahs, he says, because a person's masakin as midas, the mitzvahs will come easy, right? So it's interesting, if we struggle over areas that are, that are hard for ourselves and, and, we, and we work on them, then we'll find davening comes easy and learning comes easy and chesed comes easy and even, even havana and learning, right? Where tesis was difficult before, person controls his physical nature and, and is makadish, his physical self with mitzvahs, all of a sudden the Gemara reads, right? Obviously it takes hard work and amelis and the more you put into learning, the more you're going to get out of it because... But in the end of the day, it's a matan of Marquesh The more we make ourselves a clique kibble, the more the terror will come, will come in. So that's why it's this linear battle, because we're constantly purifying guf. I'm, I'm speaking all in the positive, by the way. What would be in the negative? What would be in the negative is, 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 is the other way, which is that, that we end up making our neshama much more physical. We silence her voice. She no longer is able to be mislabish herself in her guf. We don't allow for the higher parts of our neshama to enter into the guf. We become more coarse and physical. Um, and we desire more physical things, and therefore the neshama is extinguished within the guf, and the body takes hold, and the neshama is held captive, and, and the neshama eventually will become more physical herself. Also, think of a marriage, you know? Imagine a marriage of a husband and a wife, and the wife is from a, let's say she's from a nice chassidish home or something, right? Mm-hmm. And she marries uh, some girl of a guy, and she's full of moon and bitochen, right? Time goes on like every good story. What happens, right? Eventually, the the, you know, the, in all these stories, the Isha somehow convinces the, the husband to go to the Rebbe, and then their life turns around. Yeah, let's say it doesn't go that way, right? Let's say it doesn't go that way. What usually happens is the woman, she loses her madrega. When you're, when you're married to somebody who's not holding on your madrega, you, 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 will, you will fall, or you'll, you'll shut the other one up. But it's the same war of Neshama and, and, and Gufs, and Neshama eventually will fall and become much more Unless physical. Oh. Then, then you become better, the worse you're Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I hear. That's good, yeah. And you know, and then if you become better, maybe you'll make the other half better also, no? Yeah. Maybe, eventually, right? Yeah. Some point, no? So fine. So like but then some will get, will get, will get, will get, will get schlepped down. So, so that's why we have this Nekudas HaBechira, because again, it's, are you becoming yourself a more spiritual person, or are you becoming a more physical person? And, and that's going to be a, a, a war, and a tug of war back and forth. And I just, parenthetically, I meant to look up the story, but Rabbi Nachman has a story, and I've seen it in non-Rabbi Nachman sources also. For so, so for the Rabbi Nachman haters out there, you know, you, you, I don't know if you guys, whatever, you should I'm know a that fan. what I'm a fan. A fan, okay, Kivaldik. Mm-hmm. You should you should know that uh, I saw it elsewhere also. But Rabbi Nachman, I don't remember the whole story, but he, it's one, it's in one of the Sipurim over there. But basically, he has a say that that he that he puts forward. I'm I'm, I'm not such a bucky. I mean, whatever I, I know what I know of it, but he um, he speaks about the idea that little movements down below in Shemaim are large movements. Right? So, for example, you know, we're watching people, I don't know if you're interested, you ever watch in the news, this conflict in Ukraine, you see there's like hundreds of thousands of people dying, you know, thousands of people dying, hundreds of thousands. And, and people, hundreds of people dying every day. And what are they moving? Like, you know, half a mile, under half a mile, you know? And, and it's crazy. It's like people in these trenches, like just, they've been dug in, like, being killed and killing, and, and for what? You know, like, there's this one town they've been fighting now since, uh, since the summer, right? Like, you know, what? That's crazy. It's crazy. Not going anywhere, right? We feel that way with our Nukuna Sabahira a lot. We're pushing, slugging it out with the Itzahara, right? 
And like, and like, we're like, where is the movement? When in the world am I going to become Ricky Baker? Right? Like, we want to know. Like, when, when am I going to be the Chavetz Chaim? When am I going to write? You know, my side, my side, my side. When am I going to be Avram Avinu? We want to know. Like, when, when are we finally going to turn the tide of the war? Right? And we're in this trench warfare with the Sahara and Pashat, it's ugly and it's brutal. And, and one day we push ourselves and, and we have Kavan and Davi. The next day we zone out. One day we, we, we slap ourselves with the base measures. We have a Gishmaka Seder. Next day we're all depressed that we don't know how to learn and this and that. Right? It, it's an ongoing battle that we all, Experience, and if you don't experience it, it means that you're not fighting. It means it means that the etzem you're in the matzah where you're in a shama, basically lost, and your goof is running around because you feel no, no, no struggle, right? Like Reb says, anybody anybody who's experienced bechira knows bechira, right? You you know exactly what we're, we're talking about over here. He says the following. He says you have to understand that down in the physical world, if you would have the perspective of what's going on in the spiritual world, that a small movement in the physical world is actually a very large movement in the spiritual world. That that day-to-day grind, that I got a little more kavon and davening, I was able to be merciful my tzedakah, I was able to be able to be kinder to people. And not only that, we, we don't see growth. Also, Ravarin's very into this. Eshatera put out some Kiru um, presentation about growth, and it was about the, um, the bamboo tree. Well, you saw, you saw, I never saw it. I've already told about this yeah, once. Yeah, it's great. So yeah. the, the bamboo tree apparently, for Sartovia's sake, bamboo tree apparently spends, I don't know, like 10 years or something like that, developing a root something system, like that, something, yeah. something ridiculous yeah. like that, a root yeah. system underground. It's rushing more unbelievable, no? Well, when it, when it sprouts, like, it's, it's just, it, yeah. just out of control. Right. And then people are always, you know, so everyone lists sort of wants them to chop their bamboo down because it's out of control. But you don't see it for years and years and years. So too also, you know, we every year we go through Hashanah, we take on Kabbalahs, we try to change, try to be better people, and we are looking at our progress with about 10 seconds of data, and we say, man, I didn't grow. So if you look at the big picture, you'll realize that over time, that battlefront, you know, Bokhsham, life is very long, and hopefully most war conflicts like Vietnam shouldn't have lasted as long as a person's lifetime should be. You know what I mean? Most war conflicts don't last that long. But the war conf- conflict between the Shaman and the Gulf will be your entire lifetime. And over the course of a lifetime, you, you actually will amass heavy gains against your goal and make yourself more spiritual. But more than that, as even the little fighting, gains that you have, what? As long as you keep fighting. Keep fighting. Don't give up. Right, right, right. right. 100%. Yes. But even the little gains you have, Rabbi Nachman points out that, that a small thing in this world, like we don't have the value of a mitzvah, the value of giving tzedakah, the value of helping out somebody who needed help, the value of one teisvis, one rashi, a gemara, right? That doesn't mean now that we say pat ourselves on the back, oh, I learned one rashi, I'm, I'm good for my life. No, 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 keep going, right? But, but, but the understanding is that even though we're in this trench warfare and we have the Kudus Bakhira and, and just like the guy in the diet, every so often he fails and he eats the cookie, whatever that means in Ruchnias, he fails and he does whatever he, he, he didn't want to do in Ruchnias. You should realize, though, you're not, you're not finished. You move weiter, you take another step forward. That step forward, that little inch forward in Shemaim is a whole world of, of experiencing in the next world. The difference between a person that did one more mitzvah in this world and one less mitzvah in the next world is tremendous. Vilna Gain in his deathbed, they, he, he, he grabbed the paratitsis and he cried, and he said that, that uh, for a small amount of money, a person can have tzitzis, but it's not true anymore now with the supply chain issues, and apparently that uh, the Israeli prisoners don't, don't tie the low-end tzitzis anymore, someone told me. So a pair of mother, they used to be the lower-end tzitzis were tied by Israeli prisoners. During COVID, they found a new occupation that's, that's more cost-effective. So now tzitzis are expensive. You spend 50-something bucks a pair for the mother uh, tzitzis. Yeah. So it's not so posh like the going said anymore, but otherwise, what's relatively, still, relatively, uh, relatively, inflation included, wow. relatively cheap price. A person, he's saying, the nitzchis of just one more moment wearing tzitzis, right? So we have to appreciate that. And when we got knocked down and we pull ourselves back up from Yitzhara and we move in the Kutzah Bechira, we have to say that very small amounts in spirituality in this world open up an entire window of perceiving Kodesh and the next world, and we have to machazik ourselves, that it's choshev, you know, it was just interesting, Stam, that um, by the, we, we, were in, we were in White Oak, the Kolol, and by the, the question and answer session, um, you know, one of the questions they asked the, the Rashiva was, um, 
what should be a motivation of like a stam yid who's in his middle ages that like you know his children are grown up and nothing exciting is going on and like what what should motivate him you know to, to keep on to, well yeah well they even feel that ship's passed right so like that's what the question was like what should motivate him on a daily basis so Warren said that like you know our 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 culture has totally ruined us we think that that everyone has to be great everyone has to be a general everyone has to make their mark on society so what about to the mila of waking up in the morning thinking Kodesh Baruch for your soul and the mitzvahs that you do every single day the mitzvahs that you do have tremendous value. You get up, you daven, you speak to your creator, you put on tefillin, you put on tzitzes. Uh, aren't we lucky? How many yidim don't, are, don't have the source of doing that? We give tzedakah, uh, right? to appreciate poshit, that what we're doing is creating chaye nitzchias, that every maisa we do is bringing more of an element of our, of our neshama to conquer our guf and giving us a deeper perception of Kosh in the next world. The person should wake up and say, look, neshama every day with the opportunity. Now, that, was, that was his answer, you know? Right. But, it, but, it, but it's that appreciation that the trench warfare, taka every inch, taka goes somewhere. That, that, I think that's a important Nikuza. Okay, fine. No, but that, that's yeah. the Nikuza. Yeah. Now, another way to say yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. Ray Mandel says that um, the, the belt is kofrim in the Fumsar Agra because People are looking at it as what's the result? How, how right, great am right, I? It's right. covered and it's results. Right, it's like right. What what pairs do I see now? Like how great am I relative to the rest of the world? And other but had it been so easy, but would it be worth anything? Right. What? If it had been so easy, it wouldn't be worth yeah, anything anyway. Yeah, you know? and, it, and it's really about the, the process and, right. and, the, and the effort you put in. Right. So it's 100%. very hard to have that perspective, and, and we're influenced by the goyim, like results and success, and right. To see, you know. Right. Mask him. Hundred percent. Yeah. That's 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 the struggle. That's the shaman the Okay, good. So now now that we gave the hakdama, that we understand at least the kudos of Bechira and this and we are at the hashlam of understanding this tension between the body and the guf. I do want to shtel on this last line with the Ramchal is saying over here that we understand that 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 the more that a person does engage in the physical, the more he is metama himself, and the more that he brings new dimensions of ra and tuma that he didn't have before as he slides down the ladder of the Nekudas HaBakhira. So therefore, Ramchal has a Havamina that at a certain point, a person can metama himself up so far where the physical part of himself has taken such a hold that there's no mokam anymore for the Shama to be able to shine. There's such a Havamina you can have because of this sliding scale of Nekudas HaBakhira. If you get all the way down, down the ladder, a person falls down the rung of Eitz Hashem, instead of taking steps up, he falls down to the bottom of the ladder, could be at that point, it's not just a shot that you move down, you move up. When you move down, what you're doing is you're causing your, the physicality to be mamshach, ad kinekach, that it's, it's being mevatel than the shama, and it's, and it's making the shama physical. That makes an imprint of tumah that's on a person. A person that's had the time of an Aveira, Chazal tell us, is in a demon, a person who never takes the time of an Aveira. Even if subsequently you move up the ladder, that you've built that element of Toma at least exists with you within potential. Which Taka is why is because they've, they, 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 the goof has gone that low. And the physical has been, right? A young child grows up, his, uh, his understanding is that uh, Terezemis, and he goes to Mesifta, and Yeshiva, and he learns, and he's Makadish himself, and etc. You know, yeah, he messes up here and there. You know, a person lived a life of, of, of Afkeris, and, and, and certainly Siri Deraisa, and, and in the world of, of the Ashkafa of, of, of the world, it makes an imprint on, on, the, on the Nefesh. And the Nefesh becomes, the Guf gains that much more power. And the more power that's been given to the guf, the more the shaman the has been darkened. Even if you undo the process by controlling the guf, the tumma has already been 
built in. As we're going to talk about later on, that after the Chet of Adam, no longer was Adam able to make Bechiras and climb up to Olam Haba. Misa was Nigzar in the world, and therefore everyone has to die, and the world has to be destroyed, and we're going to talk about this soon, and be recreated. And when the world's recreated, then Akash will recreate the bodies, and then the Shamas will re-enter into the bodies, and then the Shama will be Mashpia on the body with all of the Terra Mitzvahs in his lifetime, and be Ma'ala and Mavatal, the physicality of the Gulf, and schlep it all the way up to the highest Olamas to have its Schar Nitzchi and, and Olam Haba. Because Adam poisoned the Bria. He entered that element of Tumah. We'll talk about this in depth, Mirza Hashem, in the future, right? The element of Tumah, once the Tumah is there, it's part of. Of, of, of the guf. Yes, you can overcome the Tumah. Yes, you can purify. But the idea that there's not a Roshem that's left from it is ridiculous. Like, everybody who knows who's, who's a Baal you know, or anybody who's done anything that, that's bad, he watched the movie, he wasn't supposed to watch, I don't know, I mean, even a secular movie, uh, even, 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 even some form of secular leisure, whatever it was, we know that it, it stares you in your Avedis Hashem, and it's not forgotten. It's, 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 in, it's in the person. You can conquer it, you can, you can overcome it, and, and you can, and you can Adarabi, despite the darkness, bring light to the area that was darkened by it, but it's always there. And that's, that's the Mila of the Balchuva. The Balchuva has been able, to, even though the Guf was slept into a much darker place, and the Nefesh was much more extinguished, the fact he was able to overcome from that Matziv is a tremendous goal. It's the equivalent of the weightlifter putting on all the heavyweights and, and slipping the weight all the way up. And that's why Malkum Shabbat Shuvah is a tremendous schus. Bigger than a person that never had to, to do that, but it leaves a, a Roshim. What if the Roshim gets so bad? What if the cancer gets so bad that there's no means anymore to clear it up. There is no there's no nefesh, so to speak, left. There's not a point anymore to re, to reconnect. So that's what Ramchal is saying. Even in such a matziv, there still is. So I, I, I you know, would like to you know. That was the cheshbon of Adam Arishan, right? Right. 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 And Ramchal rather than oh, exactly to darken his avodah. That way, that way, when he does make good decisions for Gershbogo, right, he's doing more of a, of a gift to Hashem. One hundred percent. That was the cheshbon. But once he did that, though, he he permanently poisoned the bria because he brought the world. Not the right. But, but more than that, he brought the world of Tuma into the bria. And once the world of Tuma is there, it's it, it, just like the halacha of a, a klicheres. She once told me that a klicheres, you have to be shaver, you have to break it. Because a klicheres is something which is absorbative and it absorbs, and if it, and if it has tarfis in it, or tamkeker, or if it has toma in it, the loch is you have to break it. So Adam is made in the Adama, offer, it's porous, right? When this, when this toma that entered into Adam, Hashem was nigzar misa. So yeah, the cheshben was a good cheshben, it was a bad cheshben, because Hashem said no, but, but it was a cheshben for a Baruch Hu, right? To bring more darkness so that he could overcome the darkness. But once, you, you, once he made that decision, though, he created a toma that was there, which required a shvira, it had to be broken in order to, in order to, re, to recreate, right? So, so the, 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 imp, the impression is always, is, is always there. And in fact, we'll talk that the, the entire world changed post the chait because he brought that toma in the world and, it's, and it hasn't been removed. There have been high points. There's been Maimon Harsinai and Binyan Besamikdash and Shomo Malach, right? But even so, the nature of the world never really reverted to what it was before once the toma is, is, is there, right? So the Avedah gets much harder once you're weighed down with the, with, with, with the toma. So honestly, this famous Gemara, we all know the Gemara, but, but in, in light of this from Chal, I think it's, uh, it's, it's Kishmak. So if you look down the page... Uh, the wide line. Um, no, before the wide line, two lines up. It says Amar of Chizda, Amar Mar Ukva. And if you don't follow, it's okay. I'm reading it out loud. Amar of Chizda, Mar Ukva. I just thought the Gemara might help. Call Gehenim Tzaykes Vaymeres. The voice of Gehenim screams out and says, "Have you lishdeh banais? Bring me my two daughters." Shetzakos and the two daughters they scream. The Amar is by Elam Hazza. Have Have. Give me, give me. 
Kolbiya lo yishuvun. Oh, you know, before we get to the Gemara, one more, one more, one more point. It's important to understand also that this idea that we make the guf have more kayach and extinguish the neshama. There are two primary yitzharas, which we'll see in this Gemara, and the Vilna Gaon talks about this um, multiple places. And there are two primary shirashim for yitzhara, which is one is taiva uh, of of Arias, and one is avodazara. So the the did you speak to Rabbi Yehuda? Yeah, yeah, he's on. He's on. Yeah. One is taiva of, 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 of a desire, and one is taiva of, of arayas. One is the physical taivas, and one are the sikhli averas that we do. Arayas um, is, is, again, is, is, is the quintessential um, form of physical taiva. So eating tarfis, um, any kind of physical hanav, the Torah asters, that's bodily, that's the Yitzhar of Arias. <coughs> Avodazara represents any, any taiva in the world of Sikhlias, apicorsis, um, anything that's heretical, having bad, 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 bad deus, right, bad ashkafas, which is all the world, the world of, of, of Avodazara. These are the two primary Yitzharas that we have. So the more that a person engages in the physical and, and, and the nefesh loses, the more these taivas strengthen themselves. In fact, the Svarim say that it's connected to the two forms of, um, of Chametz and Seor. We find the Torah that the that, that was a Menta Tuma by Mitzrayim. And we have two Averis on Pesach. One is Chametz and one is Seor, right? Chametz is bread. Seor is what we call sourdough or leaven or whatever. Basically, it was a kind of hardened bread, which is inedible. But what it does is it, you put it into a batch of, um, of dough in order to cause fermentation process to get the bread to... To rise, so one is like a super rising agent that has the ability to rise other doughs, but it's not edible. The other one is edible chametz, but it doesn't have the ability to. Gemara speak about this. Korbitz at the beginning, psachim, right? But but, but bread. So if you put a, a slice of del, of of, of uh, rye bread and a, and, a, and a thing of dough, it's not going to make the dough rise. You take sourdough and you put it in dough and make it rise. You can eat rye bread. You can't eat sourdough. So each one has a kula and a chumra to it, right? So the svarim say those are connected. These two basic saharas. Right? Why? Chametz is keneged, the taiva, it's kishmak, bread's yummy, you eat it, it digests good. At the end of the like everyone's stomach hurts, right? Yeah, that's chametz. It's keneged, the physical taiva, arayas, that's chametz. Soor is keneged, deus kozios, avodizara, bad thoughts, right? Why? Because bad thoughts are infectious, right? Taiva doesn't spread. A guy enjoys taiva, it doesn't mean the people around him are going to start becoming bali taiva also. That's a personal thing, it's a bodily hana. Bad deus spread, and notice all by Jews, right? Communism. All it took was, was Marx and Lenin and, and the other one, whatever, Trotsky, and boom, the thing spread like, like, like wildfire. That uh, days are something which are able to be machmet. So just like Soor can be machmet, other Isis has the ability to rise other doughs, so too Deus Kozios of Udazara and, 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 and Kfira and all, and all, the, all the areas of Udazara and Sikhli. Now, why isn't it edible? Because it's like a schmack. There's no physical hana from having bad deus, right? It's, it's, it's a taiva Sikhli. So Mela, it's two different types. So chametz is geschmack. You eat it. It's, it's yummy. That's kind of like the the the, the yitzhara of arayas of of of, of hana of physicality. So or is not edible. It's not geschmack. It's not something that you you physically enjoy, but it has the ability to be infectious and to change other things. Now kind of those were the two areas that Kli had in Mitzrayim that the Dam Pesach and the Dam Mila came to fix, right? And they said that Kli was Gdurim Barayas, so they didn't mix them with the Goyim, but they did do the Vodazara and Mitzrayim. So the Ebsher gave them two mitzvahs, Dam Mila to fix the world of Taiva, the Yitzhar of Taiva, and the, the and Korban Pesach was Kenegad Vodazara, because they took the, the Vodazara of Mitzrayim, and they and they, and they shechted it to show, right? So those are the two areas. So we have these two base areas within ourselves. We have, we have Taiva's 
uh, taivas that, that are physical taivas, and we have sickly taivas as well too, which are bad, bad days. The more that a person engages in averas, the more he corrupts these areas, and you notice that a certain kaifer, I was, I was shocked once, we'll see the Gemara in a second, but I was shocked once, I have a non-firm family member on, on the other side, not my side of the family. My, my other side is all Moroccans. This will never happen on their side. Give them more Darius and Gullis and, 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 you know, with more Darius with Haskalah, maybe it'll happen eventually, but right now they're, they're too close to the Sharish. But on, on, on the other side, on, on the, you know, there's an older woman, and um, it's interesting. You see in this lady, she came from good roots. She, she, um, she, she, she came from a Chabatsker house, you know, from many days ago, I guess three days ago was the, was the last you know big time chacham, and um, and 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 during her husband's shiva, you know, she said, "Oh God, forgive me," and she carried her own food to the shiva house. So, you know, so the other's not supposed to do you know any any kind of things. I was shocked. I was, wow, look, the pentalid here is there. But yeah, at the same time, the woman is 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 ninety something years old, ninety four years old. She's old for family that's that's from and has nachas from the kinder and everything, and there's no ability for her to at all accept. Maybe she's been. Wrong. You, I mean, I'm just looking, you would think at this point, you're on your deathbed, you're about to die, you always talk about all your friends are dead and you're the last one standing. You see the hemshech of like, from there, as you speak Yiddish, you come from a world where you saw what the demos of a person that was, right, was, was yeah? You see the, the futility of this world and yet there's no recognition, even at that age. I, I, I'm like blown away by it on, on a regular basis. If I would put myself in her shoes, right? But I'm not in her shoes because what happens? We harden, we harden. This so or hardens, right? And, and that's why Deus Cozy is converted to or it becomes hard and, and, and it doesn't change. And, and uh, what the Ramchal is saying, that when you make the goof more physical, it, it's much harder at that point to schlep, to schlep away. So once you see these two levels of Ezar, these two levels of, of uh, Yetzirahara, the, the, this is the two, and, and all these three of the Torah basically fall on this continuum. They either are Shaykh to the world of Arias or they're Shaykh to the world of what is our COVID, COVID is very much, at first it covers more than all the Midas, but yeah, they, those, those things fall much more on the Sichlias. Much more than the sikhlias. Um You're saying the emotional plane is confusing. Is that a physical taiva or is that a or is that a, a sikhli type of thing? Right? To be misgaya seemingly much more. I, I would assume more in, in the realm of the the sechel. I, I could be wrong, but but yeah. but I hear that. I hear the shaila for sure. Yeah. Okay. So so it says over here um, that. Okay, uh, the, the Gehenim find the, the the wide line right before the wide lines. Mar Okva, Amar Okva, Kol Gehenim Soakas. The voice of Gehenim screams. Amar's Haviyuli Shtebenos. Bring me my two daughters. Soakas. They scream. Amar's Balamazeh Alvava. They say, Give, give, and Olam Hazeh. Kol Bia Lo Yishuvim Lo Yisigo Orchas Chaim. Find anyone who comes here will not return, and they will not achieve the path of life. Vechim Achar Shol Shavu Hechan Yisigo. Okay, well, they won't return. How can they achieve? Okay, great. Kamar Darshan is a Pasuk, and it says over here, there are some people that even when they do tshuva, they still will not achieve the Orchaz Chaim, the path of life. Remember the call of Minas, Mayas. Are you telling me that anybody that goes away from Minas, from heresy, is going to die? Meaning, even if a person was an Apikaris, right? So you have the world's biggest Apikaris, and he's Chayzer with tshuva. The Gemara says he will not get the Orchaz Chaim. Rather, what's going to be? The Ebesh is going to kill him, right? I mean, as if an Apikoris does not have the ability to come back and be a from yet. There was once that person came to Rav Chizda, the Amr lay, and she told Rav Chizda, the, the, the smallest thing I ever did is I made my little son for my big son. Right? Terrible thing. That was my smallest of era. My smallest of era was that, you see, my little boy, that came from my big boy. Right? Terrible. Can you imagine what the big of eras were? Right? But go, go prepare your shrouds. Get ready to die and... and Velo Mesa, she didn't die. 
If the smallest thing she did was make her big, her little son from her big son, that means she clearly was an Ayyad of Azara. She had Minas. She was a heretic. And yet she didn't die. Um, <laughs> no, she didn't do real tshuva. Don't worry. Had that lady done real tshuva, she for sure would have died. Okay, another version. in Avera Lo. That um, that it's true when it comes to an apikoris. That an apikoris that does tshuva will it will die. Um, but uh, but a person that's only involved in taivas and avera, then they won't die. What do you do with the lady that came to And he told her prepare your shrouds and and umesa, and she died. Oh, so you see, she died from from taiva because she she had a rise with the with the older son. Uh, fine, that's it. So for the fact that she said the smallest of I did was make my big son for my little son, you see. So the Gemara, now the Gemara is saying a new word. The Gemara is saying there might be a distinction between Minos, Minas, between Apikorsis, and between Arias. Apikorsis, if you come back in Shuva, then you're going to die. Minas, if you, um, I'm sorry, um, um, Arias, if you come back in Shuva, then you don't die. So the Gemara is in Ma'avera, low, or you tell him a person does uh, physical hana, has, has physical gratification from Averis, then, then he, he won't die, v'hatanya. But we have the following story. Amr of Rabbi Lazar ben Durdaya. We have Rabbi Lazar ben Durdaya. He didn't leave one zona left in the entire world. So he found every harlot he could find. He heard there's once a harlot, a zona, on the, out in the sea. By on some islands, right in the South Pacific. He took a whole bag of money for her schar. Not to kiss an army. Took the, the the sack of cash. The halach, the over aleah shim, and the hardest. He traveled over seven rivers. Bishas hergol. While he was involved with her, have a hergol over hefika. She fluctuated. She passed gas. Oh, imagine seven rivers, zayna, a whole bag of gold, and then shas ma'isa. What happens? Passes gas. Uh, so what does she say? Amra, she says to him, she passes gas. Just like this gas will never go back to where it came from. You'll never go with Shuva. So he is getting Teicha from, from Azaina. You hear this? Teicha from Azaina. Unbelievable. First time in history. Right? I guess she was embarrassed, so she had to throw something back at him, right? ben <laughs> he's still between two mountains, the Gvaos and, and, and two and two um two um valleys. Omar Harm mountains and valleys, big rachamim. Help me, help me, ask Hashem to help me. Um, to do tshuva. Ask for you. Hey, we have our own sara, says the mountains and the valleys. One day it says the mountains will be flattened and the, and the, and the valleys will get, I don't know, trampled or something. Meaning one day the, 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 the valleys and the mountains will be destroyed. We have our own problems. We can't daven for you. He said, heaven and earth. You daven for me. Daven for you. We have to daven for ourselves. It says that the, the heavens will, will, will turn into uh, the vapor. And the land will be worn out like a, like a cloth. So, sun and moon. You daven for me. Daven for you. We have daven for ourselves. The moon will become um, disgraced. And the, and, the, and, the, and the sun will become embarrassed. Amr Kachom of Zolus, stars and in, in, in constellations, Big Shul Arachim, Daven for me. Amr Lo Adshan of Vakshim, Alecha and Vakshal Tzminu, Daven for you, Daven for ourselves. Shar Nimku Kotzva Shemayim is going to melt all the legions of heaven. Amr Ein Adavar Tali Alabi. He says, I see the matter is only up to me. I can only be for myself. 
put his head between his legs, and he cried out to the Abishar, Shama left his body. So he did tshuva, and the Gemara says, he, look at this, he says that he purified his neshama. He purified his neshama, right? The voice came and said, is Mazuman for for No, Rebbe, he's called Rebbe. So the Gemara says, I this was an example of a person who did shuv when he died, and he wasn't not bikaris. He was into plain Jane Taiva. They didn't say anywhere he did a Vodazara. He was interested in women, not not gechkas, not idols. Hasam Nami came into Avigba, Tuva Kaminas Nami. No, he was so into the women, it was like Avodazara. Oh, we gotta explain this, right? He was so into the physical desires, it was it was the same concept as Avodazara. Bacha Rebbe, Rebbe cries. The Amr Yesh Kunal Bashanim, there's some people that acquire their own Mabam in years, Yesh Kunal Bashanim, some acquire the world in, in, in one moment. The Amar Rebbe and Rebbe says, "Lo dayin lo balichuva shemkavlan oisam." It's not just the bal kosh mokol accepts the balichuva. El shakarin oisam Rebbe. They even call them Rebbe. You get a title. You get smicha where you're coming from. You see that right? On on the, it's a gemara. Gemara the Yudzayin from now on the Olam calls every balichuva Rebbe. Right? It's Rav Rebbe. That's it. No. What is going on over here? Yeah. So uh, uh, we don't have time today. Maybe we'll, next time we'll speak. The, the Maral speaks about this, but um, but just just. How did you translate that? Came into avik batuva. Since he was so avik, he was so involved in it. Okay. Being avik means like uh, like like to stuck it. to it. Like, um, like yeah. yeah. Um, well, they they say like avik bavodazar is a lashon a lot. Like they, the Gemara says, what's in between a, between avodazar and a kumar? Kumar is like a, a priest, right? Is it's a, a kumar is avik batuva? He's very. Um, very from, very involved in it, right? So here he's very involved in it. But what we're saying over here is, is the following, is that, yes, meanness is something which a person can, you've, you've, you've destroyed all pathways to live as a from yet because you've to, your goof has been involved in such heresy that now you have to live a Torah way of life. It's incompatible because there's so much tumma in the goof and there's so much of a roshim from the meanness that a person cannot maintain a from life. Therefore, Kodesh Baruch Hu has to kill them in order that they can have olam haba. They do, Hashem will allow the tshuva. So I think that's what Mechal is saying over here. They, even in that matziv, there still is the ability to do tshuva. But the Gemara is saying they can't maintain it because there's such a roshim that's there that's been built in from the minas that like their whole mitzias is minas. Like we said, Soor is very powerful compared to chametz. Chametz is a taiva. Okay, we could say, I'm going to conquer my taivas. I won't be into that anymore. Like alcohol is anonymous, right? There are people that can have extreme taivas, but they can move on. And, and yes, it'll and always be... realize like, that it's wrong too. That what's wrong? They're taivas. Yeah, 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 yeah. They can, they can ha- have right sikhlias. Right, just know right, they right, right, right. And, and there's relapse. And there's relapse. Oftentimes, there's, they're, they're, if, if they drink one time, boom. But they, they've lived a life where people have changed and they've gotten away from it. It's not, not hard. It's always in them, right? Like we said, like the Baal Shuvah, the, the Toma that's there from the previous life is always there. But they can control an Adarab. The guy who went through AA, right, in our society, rightfully so, is viewed as a hero. Why is he a hero? Because he has that monster inside of him, and yet he's created a productive life for himself. America always loves a good story, or people always love a good story, of somebody that had these challenges and, and overcame them, knowing the challenges are still there, and they could always relapse when they go weiter. But, but meanness, the Gemara is saying, ruins your hardwiring so much, it's incompatible with a from lifestyle. So the Gemara is saying, therefore, Koshbrook has to kill these people and does not allow them to be able to... To come back, it's it's it's. It, I mean, he allows them to come back, but they're not going to maintain. If he has to kill them, but even in that matziv, they're allowed. To, they're, they're able to come back, but they can't stay there. What's with the vort that the women is avik beituva? If your whole life is so involved in physicality, 
then at a certain point, it, it, it takes the same level as of Rizara. This guy did not let one zona not live in the world. He was willing, the Maral says, to cross seven rivers, take a tremendous amount of cash, and go. The mysterious nefesh that was there for, for Taiva was unbelievable. Usually Taiva, the more that there's something that obstructs Taiva, the less we're involved in Taiva. If it's easier, then we have it. If it's not easier, then there are many steps. That are, that's why safeguards are a very good way of stopping Taiva, because when you have to go through a safeguard, it's not, it's not, it's not Gishmak anymore. But if that's your whole mitzias, where the person just chases Taiva, then they're, they're rotten. And, they're, and part of the dangers of, of El Mahaza, and again, I'm not going to an anti-technology rant, that's not my point, but, but it is true that when they have the phones, especially with the younger children, and access to all the, the bad content that, 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 that's out there, it can rot away their brain and will cause them never to be B'nai Torah anymore. I mean, for sure, Apicorsus and Minas is something which, which permanently rots the brain and changes the, the wirings for, from Yid, but Taiva, of their Adukin Beituva, of their Avikba, where it's nonstop, then it's hard to ever pull out of that Matzev. And even if you're able to pull out of that Matzev, the relapse is so, is so powerful. So yes, even though Soor is different, it's infectious, it's in the Seichel, it's hard, like a rock, like Sa'or, and therefore it's something that's very almost impossible to, over, to overcome, and it spreads to others. Chamez is only a personal taiva, and a person could move on from the taiva and, and say, that's my taiva, but I, my, my seichel dictates I'm going to go ab- above that. Even at a certain point, if a person is so rugil in the taiva, to such an extreme, then the taiva can take on a life similar to that of of Avedazar. That's the Kiddush the Gemara is, is saying over here. But just a couple of Nikudas in the Gemara really quick. Maral says over here the following. He's called Eliezer Bar Dardaya. Dardaya is a lushan of, um, of, of, um, of wine sediment. He says Rishoyim are called Chaymates, right? Whenever we talk about someone that, that went off the derech, he was Nishamates, right? They say that about um, one of the Kehanim Gedolim, it's blinking right now, that went off the derech, he, he, when, he, when, he, when he went bad. The Gemara always uses the lush of turning to vinegar. Why? Wine always represents Sitkis, and turning into vinegar is when the, when the wine turns, that's turning into a, a Rasha. But even so, he says Chaymates, vinegar, still has some of the chemical properties of wine that's still there in the vinegar. It's just, it's, it's off. It's, it's off. Like, it, you know, the fermentation went too far. But the, there's wine that's, that's, that's there, but it's just been fermented too far. That's why the Russia has the ability to return. The Maral says the word shuva is also of returning. It's finding the nakuda of ruchnius in a person and reconnecting that to Kodesh Baruch Hu and the physical parts being schlepped back with the ruchnius. But there has to be episayid that's left over to connect, the Rishayim are called Chaymets, but the vinegar has some of the chemical properties of the wine. There's still an element of Yid that's inside the Rasha that he can reconnect back to Kosh Baruch Hu and do, be Shav and do Tshuva and, 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 and return, right? Wine sediment, though, is, is, is pure fermentation. There's no there's more. No return. There's, there's no. There's no element of wine left in it at that point. It's purely just the fermentation. What, what wine sediment is is, is is the vinegar process somehow hardens into sediment, right? Which is which is just the fermentation itself. It's the chaymitz without any element of wine that's left. Dordaya represents the concept that this guy was so far gone, like the wine sediment that is kokulu vinegar and no element of wine left whatsoever in it. Yet his name was Eliezer, which is a lotion of God should help. That even in a matziv where a person has totally extinguished his nefesh, legamre, there is this element of divine help that can, that can be there. So when the, when the zayna was hifiach, and when she let the gas out, the word was is that you can never go back to your sharish. Maral didn't say this, but clearly that the gas is, is a muscle for the neshama, the, the nishmas chayim, the, the, the breath that the Kosh breathed into Adam. But instead of it coming through the mouth, what? 
But, but, but instead of it coming through the mouth, it came through the backside. The Acharayim, the Acharayim of the human being, the back of the represents the Tzad Tumah. You are so ingrained in the physical world, you don't have a Neshama that comes from the Nishmas Pith of the Kosh Baruch anymore. Your Neshama is Kokulu tied to the world of the backside of the body. Right? In fact, Avodah is always called the Glowim, the Dung, right? The excrement always represents the non-Ruchni part of something, right? Always in Chazal. That's why, that's why we make fun of Avodah and we call it, we call it Glowim, we call it Dung, because it has no content to it whatsoever, devoid of any kind of spirituality whatsoever, empty like Dung. So the gas that comes out of the back means you're so far removed from your Neshama, your Neshama will never be able to make a return. Just like this gas came out from the backside, so too your Neshama is never, is, is, is never going back. Because he fried himself Ad Kedekach. He goes and then he asks the mountains and this and that to help him, right? Maral's and Arichas over there. But basically he says in the end of the day, because that he had no Metzius left whatsoever. There was no self that was left. All of his spiritual self had been burned away like the wine sediment. Therefore, the only thing that could help him, there was no element of self he can't. Balchuva is taking the, the self and, and the part that's still Yiddish and, and reconnecting it back to the to the Makor, and by reconnecting that, that part that's still Yiddish back to the Makor, and then it will then fix all of the chsernis and the pagamim that exists in the person and make whole the person for where he was before. But if you have nothing left to work with, right? It's almost like, you know, the, the, the surgeon tries to work with the patient, but when, when there's nothing left in the organs and there's no, there's no material left to, to, to manipulate, there's nothing that nothing can do for you. It's dead, right? At that point, there was, he had nothing left, so he was looking for his existence in the externalities because there was nothing on the... On the inside that was left, so the mountains. The, he explains the mashalim, the, 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 the maral. Fine, but in the end of the day, means what? That this nakuda of Eliezer, a kodesh can help even in that matzav when there's no self left. There still is a kodesh ability to reach out to that person if he has a genuine rotsin from that place, all the way at the way bottom of the, of the totem pole of the guf being in control of the nefesh, the nefesh being extinguished, and a kodesh can extract him. But like we said, with that much. Of his, of his spiritual self being fried, there's no way he could have continued. It can't be Mesek or Chaschayim, and therefore Kodesh Baruch Hu killed him, okay. right? And that's, I heard before, also, that's why he went into the fetal position. It was a rebirth, like the Balchubi was being rebirthed. There was nobody left. So therefore he put his, his head through, through his legs in the fetal position, like a child that's being reborn, wow. because there was no self left at that point. Kodesh Baruch Hu the Chadish, was like a new self for him, right? Because he had burned out any form of his nefesh left in his, in his, in his guf. And that's why he's called Rebbe. He's called Rebbe because at that point he was able to purify his guf, and he was a rav, a master, over his guf. And that's why he says that the Bali Tshuva are called Rebbe because, again, they were able, the area of Tumah that went out of control, they were able to rein it in and control it, and that makes them a rav, that makes them a master. They have mastery on the, on, on the, on the physicality that is who they, who they are, right? And that's the, the end of the Gemara, the way the Maral explains it, that it says... Um, um, the Bali Tshuva are called Rebbe because again they, they, they retook control over the guf that had spread far away and had slept the, the nefesh down as well too so this is what the Ramchal I think is the Kavad of the Ramchal over here at the end of this piece where he says this person who has let the Taivas take him so far he still has the ability to lower his physicality before his Seichel and his Neshama and to be Kineh Shlemus. I mean, even if you've gone all the way to the bottom, there is still this Hanahaga that's left, even if you've, you've, you've totally erased all forms of, 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 of nefesh within your, within your lower existence. Okay. This is the prototype of a Tshuva, no? What? This is the Tshuva. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, but, but I think the Chiddush, what I'm tiny, is that the Ramchal seems to be mechadish, as, as if there'd be a point of no return. 
And he's saying there's not. And I think that's what this Kamara is referring to. That even if there's a point of no return... Eliezer. You might have to die. You might have to die. <laughs> but there's an Eliezer, right? There is, like the Maral says, there is this divine help. But the way it works for everybody else is not a Duke and Deminas is that you can turn the ship around and you right, can remake. That's re- why the younger you are, the easier Oh, yeah, for sure. It's easier, right, 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 right. Think about it. People get hardened and set into their, right. their ways. I mean, Chazal talk about, you know, that a young person is like clean paper or like a tree that, that's, you know, that, that, that's free to, to develop, whereas an older person is like erased paper or like a tree that requires um, right. schlepping the tree with a stick to keep the tree straight. You know, like you grow tomatoes, right? You have to put a stick there to hold it, mm-hmm. hold it up because it's hard to bend it once it gets... It gets there's, older, you There's know? not much written about Rabbi Akiva before he became from, right? Mm-hmm. Like, to see his travails and, and what life he lived back then. Like, right. We don't know much about it. Right, well, that's, that was the Chiddush Rabbi Akiva, right? Was the, the, he could have gone from being an Amaretz to Tamakokhamet, to that, where he was, was, you know, was a tremendous achievement. That's why Chazal crowned Rabbi Akiva so much. That was the, the power in what he did, you know? 